baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. It's Mike Keelum sitting in for Mark Reardon today. We got Sue's news. It's getting ready to come up. But before we do that, there's a couple of pieces of breaking news that are happening right now. The House panel advanced a resolution to open impeachment inquiries into President Biden. So the House got that passed earlier today. It doesn't mean they're impeaching him. It just means that they uh, opened the impeachment inquiry. Mm -hmm. It's going to allow them to get to a lot of things that before they didn't really have the hammer to go get. Now they've got the opportunity to do that. So while the House is passing this impeachment inquiry, Uh, President Biden and President Zelensky from Ukraine are doing a joint press conference. We were going to jump into that press conference for just a little bit. Here's President Zelensky talking. On Ukraine's land, Mr. President, thank you very much for your supporting, supporting us. And in these areas, like our victory in the Black Sea, we aim to win the air battle, crashing Russian air dominance. This will this will intensify our ground advances in 2024 with our control of the skies. Who controls the skies controls the war's duration. And today I would like to thank, of course, for yet another significant defense package with our defenders value very much. Second, yesterday I met with American, American defense company leaders. They advised us on how to make our defense industries work faster and more effectively. Thank you, President Biden, for this important initiative. We started with you. Together, Ukraine and America can strengthen democracy's arsenal. And this is vital for other free nations and the U.S. as it involves your companies, technologies, and technology advancement and job creation. And it is important to know that two-thirds of American support for Ukraine remains and works in the United States. Third, I informed Mr. President that Ukraine has fulfilled all the recommendations of the European Commission regarding the preparation for a decision to start negotiations on Ukraine's accession to the uh, EU. So that is President Vladimir Zelensky, who is doing a press conference with President Biden right now. And it sounds like he was talking about air superiority, um, which feels like President Biden must have told him, we're going to give you planes. It sounds that way, doesn't it? He's only been asking for those for a year. So, hey, you know, if you if you give me planes, it makes it a whole lot easier to fight from the sky when we can see them coming. Right. That that would be nice to know. So could we at least see them? That would that would be good. So stick around. We'll find out what's going on uh, with what their joint press conference is all about. We'll get some highlights from that and we'll tell you more as we go forward. But in the meantime, it's time for the most fun thing that happens on this radio show all day long. (laughs) It is Sue's News. 
These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. And now, Sue's News, sponsored by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service. Call 636-674-6446. Yay! Yay! Today is National Gingerbread House Day, and I've always wanted to take one of those cooking classes where you put those together right and they give you all this stuff but I think they're all gone I looked them up and they said December 1st at Kitchen Conservatory and I thought wah wah <laughs> have you ever done that Fred put together a gingerbread oh, house oh yeah we would do it every year with our kids we'd oh yeah. did you really yeah we'd put it together just by graham crackers and they'd just shove every piece of candy they could find on it <laughs> oh so it wasn't gingerbread it was graham crackers that's a good idea yeah icing will work better with that right icing and graham crackers oh hmm not I bad I was such a bad parent did you, you know? do anything like that? No. <laughs> what did you do? I, not a lot. I I, you know, not. I'm I'm realizing after the fact that my kids who were, you know, the youngest is 21 now. Like, I, I could have done a lot better. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I didn't get the book in time. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, you could be a good grandparent to That's that what adorable I'm for. grandchild. I haven't screwed up a grandkid yet. <laughs> On this day in history, I found this really interesting. 124 years ago today, in 1899, Dr. George Grant, who was a black dentist from Boston, patented the golf tee. Really? How about that? Uh, A dentist? Yes. Before that, golfers teed off from a mound of sand. Huh. Really? Until 1899. I, I just love that. So the golf tee is 124 years old today. Now, this has some music, Abby, because on this day in history, 49 years ago, that's in 1974, The Godfather Ooh. Part 2 was released. I got an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> that's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, it premiered in New York. Then it later became the first sequel to ever win a Best Picture Oscar. Really? Do you remember uh, number two, Fred? You're no, not a Godfather. Neither I'm was uh, Mark Reardon. Did you watch I, The Godfather? I, I, I watched The Godfather. Yeah, no, I, number two, no. I didn't watch the sequels, no. Uh, the, I didn't do it with Star Wars either, though. Uh, well, Abby did for you. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate it. The yeah. third you and Carl. Lord of the Rings movie, Return of the King is the only other sequel to win Best Picture. I've watched all of those. Those were good. Yeah? Yeah. They were. Usually men love The Godfather. You never know. I guess it depends on uh, which one. Oh, I, this music. I, love, I love Scarface. Do that you? was great. Okay, that counts. You know. You can say hello to your little friend. Exactly. Sonny. We've got to talk Sonny. <laughs> uh, Brenda Lee's Rocket Around the Christmas Tree. You know, we were talking about this. We were it, talking about this on Friday. It, it's right. With ACDC. It, that's right, the mashup. Well, the song itself has hit number one again. Really? Second week at number one. 65-year-old song. It's number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for the second week in now, a row. Not the mashup, but the no, rocking around the, the Christmas tree. Okay. Christmas tree. I was like, wait, ACDC <laughs> rocking around the Christmas tree is back? Okay. No. Dirty Deeds. Brenda Lee. Cheap. Is, is, Brenda Lee. Okay. And it's her second week on there, and she just turned 79 yesterday. Wow. It's just Aww. adorable. Yeah. Her second week on the charts. It's second week. <laughs> Yes. She's got she, her feet on the ground and reaching for the sun. <laughs> she she was good, 13. Casey, Casey. Thanks, Casey. Yeah. She was 13 when she recorded that thing. And she had. Uh, she's the one who sings, uh, I'm sorry, 
Yeah. I'm sorry. Have so they sorry. used that in commercials? I've heard it. I think so. Yeah. Yes. And I can't think what the commercial is, but she's, you know, she's still good for her. Good for you, Brenda Lee. She's now, still kicking. She is. Google released its annual year in search stats, and I always love these, uh, for 2023. Now, the top news topics we Googled were the war in Israel and Gaza, the Titanic submarine. Oh, I remember that when the yeah. guys got caught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When oh, it took I on water. About it's the, that. See, it's like a yeah. lockdown. Uh, Hurricane Hillary, Hurricane Idalia, and Hurricane Lee. The people that we Googled the most, number one was Buffalo Bill's safety, Damar Hamlin. What did he do, Fred? Uh, he had the um, heart attack. attack oh, on that's the field. right. Yeah, he got hit on the field. That's and right. They they had to revive him on the field. Yeah, that was yeah. really scary for a couple of days. And well, then he's fine, right? Well, I don't know if he's playing. I think he. I think he. I know he's in. back on the team. I just didn't know if he was if he was actually playing. But yeah, I mean that was a big deal because they kept bringing him back throughout the whole uh, recovery. And they kept following that. I remember they had that special that he came out and had all of the medical professionals who had worked on him from on the field through the hospital and all that. And he had all those doctors uh, on stage with him. Well, and he got a chance to say thank you. Yeah, that was really nice. That was Because cool. number two was Jeremy Renner. And uh, he was run over Ooh. by that snowplow. Was that oh, I forgot just that. this yeah. year? Yeah, that was just in 2023. Wow. And I saw a video of him on maybe somewhere in social media yesterday that said, gosh, it's been 10 months. And it was him out running, kind of skipping down uh, an incline and back up showing that he was really wow. getting in much better shape. He's in really good shape, so good for him. All right. I'll be done. Uh, The number three most Googled person of 2023 was Travis Kelsey, of course. Of course. Of course. Tucker Carlson at number four. And number five was former kid rapper and influencer uh, Lil Tay. Now, most Googled... I'm sorry. Who? I just said Lil Tay. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I don't know who that is. Abby, I don't either. That? I, I don't know who she is, but I know why they were Googled so much. Their dad posted and was like, hey, uh, Lil Tay's dead, and Lil Tay was not dead. Okay. So It says death hoax. Yeah. Ah. Why, why, why would your father do that? So Lil Tay's a girl. I guess. I don't know. I didn't yeah, know. I didn't know that I didn't either. Know that either. I didn't know that either. I mean, Lil Tay, it's, you know, gender no. neutral. Lil. Lil. Thank you. Lil. L-I-L. Uh-huh. What up, Lil? Most Googled actors 2023, Jeremy Renner, Jamie Foxx, Danny Masterson. Mm. Oof. Jamie Foxx has got all kinds of health issues, doesn't he? Well, he's back. He's okay. back. But that's what they were trying to figure out. I mean, we don't okay. know what it was. Uh, most oh, wow. Googled passings, number one, Matthew Perry. Number two, Tina Turner. I forgot that she had passed away. Oh, I forgot away. that. Jerry Springer. I forgot. Yep. Gosh. Jimmy Buffett and Sinead O'Connor. That's 2023. Oh. Wow. For you. Uh, most Googled movies, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Sound of Freedom, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. That's Fred's favorite film. <laughs> I'm <laughs> still trying to figure it and, out. Uh, and finally, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, the top how often searches were... How often, of course, do you think about the Roman Empire for men, which it was a thing this year? I'm like, yeah. what? Why? Okay. We were talking about with some friends the other day. That that topic came up. And she's like, guys talk about this all the time, yeah. evidently. And I'm like, well, do I? I, 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 I don't remember that. 
How often is the World Baseball Classic was number two? How often is a blue moon? How often is the World Cup? And how often do trains derail after that big train oh, derailment? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was this year as well. Wait, that was... That, that was, was in Ohio. Right? Yeah. That was this year. 23. Why was I think? Oh, wow, I thought that was a lot longer than that. Yeah, right? Man. Uh, it, it is kind of, it's just kind of a take you down the memory lane of 2023. <laughs> now, this is a recent story. It's the a warehouse filled with donated Christmas toys got destroyed by that tornado near Nashville on mm. Saturday. You know, we didn't talk much about no. that. A, a couple people were or were killed. But there was a warehouse filled with these donated Christmas toys that got hit, and the roof and walls were basically gone, but somehow most of the gifts survived it. Oh, nice. The charity behind the toy drive called it a Christmas miracle. Uh, The roof is gone, the walls are gone, but our presents and food for the children remain. One wall is separating total destruction, and our mostly perfect intact gifts Wow. How about that? Wow. That's a great story. Isn't that wonderful? You know, we were talking about earlier today that uh, I told you I was at that uh, chamber luncheon. So the uh, women of Little Black Book, they've got their big Burbash that is happening this weekend. They are the largest toy donator to Toys for Tots oh my gosh. in the St. Louis region. And they're, last year they raised over 20,000 toys. Oof. And their goal this year was to beat that. And they may get up to 25,000 toys that's that Little Black Book has put out. All So if, if you see a donation point that's out there, they're the largest collector for Toys for Tots. So great job, ladies. That's uh, awesome. You're going to make sure a lot of kids have a great Christmas. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is really, really nice. Uh, let's see. Most of us work in an office chair. But a writer for Slate.com just did a big column on how we should all be sitting on the floor instead. That's right. You don't what? need a chair. Mm-mm. I could get down. I couldn't get back up. <laughs> Fred, we'll just get you a really long mic thing. And yeah, you okay. can take it all the way down right. to you on the floor. Uh, she claims it's done wonders for her. Working says, on the floor. Yeah, working on the floor. You, you, she said she lifted it from a book called Built to Move. And uh, argues that our bodies really aren't meant to be sitting in chairs. Well, okay, sometimes, but not always. And sitting in the floor on the floor isn't comfortable, but that's the point. It makes you shift, and that's supposed to be good for you. I'm, I don't think that I'm buying any. Oh, if uh-huh. I'm sitting on the floor for a long period of time, <laughs> I'm with Fred. My lower back just tightens up, yeah. and mm, it's 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 not pretty. Well, just she says uh, you could do a standing desk if if you'd rather not. But uh, things like this come and go. But I haven't heard the sit on the floor in a while no, in the old either. office story. Remember they used to have the sit on the ball? Uh, yes, the inflatable right. balls. did that all the time when it, it, he did Cardinal games. Okay. Really? Really? He always sat on a, on a ball. It well, may, wait, who did? Mike, Mike Shannon. Shannon. It keeps your uh, core, right? It's supposed to be That's good what for I've your heard. core. And it's got some give. Yeah, you know, a bit. so you when bounce. you get excited, you can bounce in your chair. Hey, Sounds good to me. well, a frosty Budweiser <laughs> brought to you by Mr. Appliance Speedy Expert Service. Call 636 674 6446. You might as well get whatever appliance fixed before people come for the holidays, people. That's what I'm saying. Call them now. And finally, in Sue's News, we have today's random fact there are no direct undisputed descendants of Abraham Lincoln left. Really? None of his great-grandchildren had any children. And his uh, last descendant was Robert Todd Lincoln Beckwith, who passed away in 1985. 
What you will do with that information, I have no idea, but it is today's random fact. So the Lincoln line is no more. That is correct. There you go. Mm -hmm. And that's it for Sue's News. Fred, thanks for coming in and hanging out. It's It's always good when you come in. Thanks. Normally, I learn something new when Fred's in the room. (laughs) Of course. And it's it's always an interesting tidbit of I forgot. Wait. There's more. I was going to lead off. Fred got... Wordle yesterday on the first guess. Huh? Hey! Okay. Uh-huh. Congratulations, that Fred. That means nothing to 98% of people. But it means something to me, because I did not. For those who play the game Wordle in the New York Times, it yeah. means I made one lucky guess. Yeah, but it, it rarely happens, obviously. It, it just goes to show you, though, Fred's at a different level of intellect <laughs> than people who guest host the show. I'm just saying, it, it's, it's kind of there. Hey, uh, are you looking to buy a house? Are you trying to sell your house? What's going on with real estate? We're going to talk with Mark Gelman. Mark Gelner. Gelman. Sorry, I'll get this right in a second. Of the Gelman team. So you hear Mark Weirden talk about the Gelman team all the time. And Mark is going to join us on the other side because I saw the CPI numbers that came out today. And housing is a big part of that. So we're going to talk with Mark on the uh, the other side. Mike Elam, not talking well right now, so we'll fix that on the other side. In for Mark Reardon today on St. Louis's Home for Conservative Talk, a 97.1 FM talk. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Christmas time. What are you going to do for Christmas this year? Do you think about buying a new house? Well, if you are, Mark Gelman can definitely help you out with that. Mark, how are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic, Mike. Thanks for having us on today. No, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you guys are busy. Fred was telling me you've had a super busy day. I hope that means the business is doing really well. You know, it's an interesting time right now. With the market down approximately 20% in terms of unit sales, so actual sales in uh, St. Louis, our team's up over 15%. It's actually the biggest. Uh, it's our record. It's our biggest uh, year in the history of our company. And while, mo- again, most of my competitors are down 15 to 20%, we're up. So we're really proud of that. There's still activity happening, but I'll give you a couple statistics nationally. In 2021, 7.2 million homes sold. This year, 4.5 million. So it really gives you um, insight into what's happening, the weakness in inventory for numerous reasons. You know, interest rates, sellers aren't, uh, you know, wanting to move out of a 2.5-3% interest rate. So there's really a weakness in inventory, which has caused, and there's still buyer demand, and it's caused prices to continue to rise, which is, you know, an interesting time right now. So what are, you, what are you seeing people do? Like, if you're having such a great year, where are these buyers coming from and what are they buying? Sure. So we're blessed. And believe me, many of them are your listeners. But we're blessed with, um, you know, we're attracting buyers that are prepared to buy in today's market, which is a buyer that's prepared to pay today's interest rates or, I mean, a significant amount. There's no one that sells more luxury in St. Louis and our team. We sold 70 over a million. And a lot of those were cash buyers, just to be very clear. 
where interest rates weren't impacting them. Many of the, you know, the people that get hurt the most right now are the first time home buyers just because they have no built up equity from buying, you know, 10, five, six, eight, 10 years ago, where they sold that home, they profited a hundred or so thousand, apply it to their next home. They're jumping right into a market where, um, you know, they have higher interest rates, but Good news is we've seen over the last month, interest rates actually drop over 1%. So we're actually pleased about that. So where is a, a regular interest rate? Like if you have a, if you've got a 700, low 700s credit score, where are you going to be on an interest rate these days? Sure. So you were, uh, you were above eight about a month ago. You're a tad north of two of uh, seven. And for somebody that has an 800 plus stability, they're really about six and three quarters, which we hadn't seen. Now, keep in mind, if we were to rewind to June of last year, those were, you know, low threes. Wow. So it's crazy what happened. So when we're looking at numbers year over year, last November, December was a time frame where buyers were just literally paralyzed from a standpoint of not wanting to jump into the market. They finally got acclimated to the rates in January and February. And, you know, we, we, uh, we captured that business. Well, I mean, if you have to move, you have to move, right? So there's... There are those folks that are out there, but talking about having nearly, what was it, 3 million less homes sold so far this year nationally? Is that, is that, yeah, the way I, I mean, understood? a little less than that, two and a half to 2.6 million. And, and look, many of those people ended up buying. So a lot of our clients, just to be very clear, if they're upsizing, they're buying. They're keeping their other home. They're renting up, which is at a two and a half percent interest rate. They're taking the you know spread between what they are making in rent because rental market is extremely strong for homes, and then they're applying it to their new home. So I mean, there's a lot of strategies people are using just between short-term rentals, Airbnb, the RBOs, people with long-term rentals. There's just not as many homes on the market right now. You know, rentals. That's a that's an interesting thing. So I live in St. Charles County, right? So everybody is freaking out because over the last five years, it seems like apartment complexes just shoot up out of the ground overnight. And and we've seen them everywhere. But they're not the traditional, you know, Section 8 type low income housing. These apartments and apartment rentals in particular and housing is a whole other level of the expenses and and the rates that they're getting for these is something I've never seen. I mean, uh, what I pay for for my home, and I granted I've been in my home since '99, so I'm a horrible client, Mark. I'm I'm just not the guy that you want, right? But I love uh, it. I'm one of those guys that just sits because I don't want to pack my house up. That's really what it comes down to. But um, when I'm looking at these apartments, people are living in one bedroom, two bedroom apartments. They're paying more than I am for my mortgage. But to be fair, I have that 3% interest rate, right? So uh, uh, these rental rates, do you see those changing anytime soon? Because that used to be our pathway out of the house from our parents and into an apartment. And then we went and bought our house. 
Sure. And this whole, the, the whole high-end apartment business, it's a dynamic that we've seen evolve over the last six years or so. And absolutely, there's a market for it. Keep in mind, at the end of the day, though, yes, the, ra- the, the rates are high. But, and by the way, I'm in business of selling homes, but I certainly support those that want to rent. Look, you have a fixed amount. When there's a leak, it's the landlord's response. So, I mean, there's a lot of positive collateral of when you want to, you know, rent. The right. other interesting thing we're seeing in St. Charles, though, that we're not seeing anywhere else necessarily is there are home subdivisions being built of rentals, which is a very unique thing. We're, we see that across the country, but we haven't seen it in St. Louis as much, but certainly St. Charles has a couple communities where there's single-family home subdivisions that are just for rent. So there's, there's, there's options right now. And look, we are a proponent. Look, I'm not going to twist anybody's arm that doesn't want to move to move. We always like to say that that the best time to move is when it's the right time for you and your family. And that truly is. And the the individuals we're working with, it's the right time for them and their family, whether they're upsizing, they're downsizing, they're relocating. There's numerous reasons that people are moving. And all we're doing is focused on those that want to move that want to sell their home, and, and it's an interesting time right now. We're talking with Mark Gelman of the Gelman team, and A, congratulations on a great year. And I think that speaks a lot to you and your team and who you are and what you do. But I've only got about a, a minute or so left here. Give me a, a crystal ball, if you would. As you look down the road, over the next year to five years, what do you see coming? Do you think this is going to continue, or do you see the, the dam breaking at some point? Sure. So a couple things. Number one, uh, you know, the CPI came out today. Inflation seems to be, you know, at least stagnant. I mean, it had it, it had didn't go up. It up went up a tad. But I believe that over the next six months, we're going to continue to see the feds, you know, I'm hoping, and then I believe that you're not going to see them raising interest rates, which, by the way, when the Fed raises interest rates, it has a bigger impact on the commercial world than residential. But we do see rates coming down a tad. But over time, I don't see a huge influx of sellers, just to be very clear. I think we are going to be a, look a lot different in the next five years. Ten years, I think it's going to look a lot different. There's going to be a lot of renters out there. My great-grandchildren, I think my grandchildren and my children will own homes. But it will be interesting to watch what my great-grandchildren do. And now I'm too young to even have uh, grandchildren. But there's a lot of talk of, you know, look, the big hedge funds owning a huge huge amount of the homes in the United States. Well, Mark, I just got a, my first grandchild two years ago, and I highly recommend it. It, it beats, oh, fantastic. It beats having the kids. Yet. <laughs> my wife says, hey, hold on, but uh, we'll be there. But congratulations on that. Well, and congratulations to you again and the Gelman team for having a, a fantastic year. I appreciate you spending some time with us and, you know, looking at the housing market these days. I know a lot of people are scared and a lot of people are just trying to figure out, is this the right time? Is this the bad time? But I, I think your point is is very well taken. It's the right time for you. Whatever is the right time for you. And that that's not a national thing. That's not a St. Louis thing. That's a you thing. And whatever works for you is great. So thanks again for taking the time and, and kind of walking us through the housing situation today. 
You got it. Thanks for having me. And if any listeners want to just reach out, Mark at the Gelman team at thegelmanteam.com. Happy to give free advice. There's no commitment, anything. I love it. I have a passion for real estate. And I thank your listeners for supporting us. Mark, we appreciate it, man. Have a great holiday. Hey, you too. Have a great holiday. Bye-bye now. We are going to keep rolling with Mark's. Mark Harder, who you hear on this radio station quite a bit, he is St. Louis County Councilman. He and Sam Page are not on the same page. You've probably heard that before, but Mark actually put out a press release today and uh, was talking about the current budget situation in St. Louis County. We're going to talk to Mark on the other side about what's going on there. Mike Elam sitting in for Mark Weirden today on St. Louis's home for conservative talk, 97.1 FM Talk. Coming up after the top of the hour, we are going to talk with Brad Young. You hear Brad uh, filling in on the station quite a bit. And um, so we're going to talk to him a little bit about some big legal things that have been going on lately. And then later on uh, next hour, we're going to talk with B.J. Tanksley. He is the broadband director for the state of Missouri. Uh, $1.736 billion with a B, billion dollars uh, for broadband expansion across the state of Missouri. They have a plan put together. So we're going to talk to Director Tanksley about that. We are talking with Mark Carter right now, County Councilman for St. Louis County. Mark, how are you, sir? Hey, Mike, this is becoming a, um, a normal um, activity, I think. You know, I'm, I'm liking that. Show. I missed you on Friday. You were going to be on the roundtable with us. I hope you were feeling better now. Yeah, I still got a little bit of Lou Rawls voice going on here, so I'm not going <laughs> to sing any songs. <laughs> Come but, on. Uh, I got pretty deep there for a while. I, I I love that. That'll get you an on-air radio gig. It works for me. As, as long as That's you have right. a deep voice, people will put you on the radio. It's kind of funny how that works. Hey, you and Sam Page, uh, stop me if you've heard this before, are not on the same page. And um, you actually put out a press statement today in talking about what's going on with the budget issue, what is going on with the budget budget issue in St. Louis County? Well, as we've talked before, we're in the process. This is our budget season. It happens every year this time. We have to have a budget together by the 1st of January. So we've been going through um, the, the uh, county executive, no matter who, who or she is, um, has to submit it to the council, and we have to review it and decide if we believe it or not and or make any changes to it. And then um, we vote on it with majority rules on what the changes are. So we're in that middle of that process right now. Hopefully tonight and at the latest next Tuesday, we will have um, our budget changes voted on and um, being able to uh, ready to be implemented for next year. So we're um, going through this dance that we do every year. And this year is a little bit different in that uh, um, really, uh, the, the uh, county executive has really pushed back on our uh, cuts that we've made. Uh, we've know, we know we have to make cuts, uh, and we are trying to do them as judiciously as we can under the circumstances because we're running out of room uh, to kick this problem any further. And uh, so I put out a memorandum, as you said, uh, about the, uh, the, uh, as a response to the county executive's threats on certain projects and, and programs that he wants to cut if he has to live up to our budget that we propose. So uh, he's showing his colors out there, and I wanted to put something out to let uh, the average person know what's going on. 
So Dennis Hancock stood in for you on Friday, and we had a, a bit of a discussion about this. And it sounded like when Dennis was talking on Friday, you guys with the council and the county executive, if I understood correctly, you guys were off by about $14 million. Is is that still a number? We're actually, that, off, that, we're actually off a lot more than that. Um, but um, Are you off by 30 now? Votes, uh, this budget that if, if gets approved, um, will probably be still in the deficit range in the high twenties, uh, in that we're talking millions. Uh, we were at far E 2 million off last year, and we've got to keep bringing this down year after year. We're not going to be able to bring this down in one year. And so we're trying to nibble at it and, um, and trying to eliminate things that, um, you know, that we can actually shrink the size of government, not just uh, make programs go away and then put them back in place the next year. We want to actually shrink the size of government. And that's a lot, uh, lot more difficult of a, of a challenge than just cutting budgets. Well, you put in your memo that St. Louis County is going to run out of reserves by 2025 if we stay mm-hmm. on the path that the county executive has laid out. Um, but it right. seems like you have support on the council to override him. Is is that still the case, or has that changed? Right. No, it it, it does. We just need four votes to approve a the, these cuts uh, that he that he um, is um, um, the cuts that we wanted to his budget, and we hope to do that tonight, if not like say by next week. Um, but we've got to keep doing this. This is an annual thing. We can't slide. We can't keep spending more. We've got to keep shrinking the size of county government, or we're going to have to raise taxes quite a bit to catch up with this growth. And that is something that uh, understanding what's going on in St. Louis County, especially right now, is uh, is not a, a road I want to take in increasing any more taxes that uh, are already being spent. So um, we've got to live within our means. Everybody else has to live within their means, and county government should be no different. Well, if I understood Councilman Hancock correctly, you guys were looking for a $14 million cut. It sounds like the county executive wants a $6 million cut. Um, it's, is, and, he's, and, and a tax increase. Well, um, and He so. seems to be making it sound like if you don't follow his direction, there's going to be these draconian things that are going to happen because of your cuts that you're putting through. What is he saying is going to happen? I mean, it sounds like the end of the world is going to happen. Well, yeah, and uh, that's uh, the political uh, hyperbole we live in. But uh, that's what his threat letter to everybody on the council that he sent out. uh, He sent this letter out last week. Basically, he he said, if I have to live under the council's budget, then these programs have to be cut. And he listed different uh, projects, different programs, uh, uh, things like that, uh, you know, defunding certain departments, things like that. And it's funny the way he lays it out because he targeted he targeted certain council people's districts, hoping, I guess, that he can persuade them to, you know, vote against the, the majority um for fear of losing a, a restroom in a in a in a county park or a playground in a county park or other things that he's outlined here in his memo um and i think uh many of us here on the council are are very um uh, aware of his tactics here and are not uh, believable and um i think um 
they're just going to set this aside. It just shows how petty this this has become when you start picking on certain things, uh, hoping to gain a, a vote or two. So what time is your meeting tonight? Uh, 6.30 in Clayton. And um, the next Tuesday is our last meeting of the year, and that's a daytime meeting at 1 o'clock. Um, so we've got to get this wrapped up uh, going forward. And like I said, I've been against part of this. His plan was to have a increase in our property tax. And anybody that's opened their mail from a distance this week, um, you know, uh, I hear people talking, I'm afraid to open my mail with the property tax <laughs> increases that are out there. Right. Um, it's, it's almost like uh, there's a, you know, some kind of explosive in their mailbox. But they, they are afraid to open up their personal property tax or afraid to open up their their normal property tax for fear of the increases that have been already put in place. And we don't need any more uh, increases uh, to help balance this budget. We got to, we got to balance this budget on cuts. That is Mark Carter. He is St. Louis County council district seven. He is also a candidate for um, Missouri state Senate. And next time I get the opportunity to talk to you, I would love to talk to you about that race and how that is shaping up, but good luck tonight. I hope it gets passed. I hope you get everything done and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. That sounds great. We'll, we'll get together again. That's Mark Carter. So on the other side of the break, we are going to talk to Brad Young. My name is Mike Elam, sitting in for Mark Reardon today on St. Louis's home for conservative talk. This is 97.1 FM Talk. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 